Happy day, folks. We're on part three of the SJP days. We're going to be wrapping it all up here. Uh, just recalling everything here has been a blast, as I've stated. And I'm recording this actual episode at a very different spot than where I usually record my uh, podcast. I'm actually in my hometown, Whitehall, Illinois, parked at a place called the Whitehall Res. It's a reservoir outside of my hometown. And uh, I used to come out here during this time frame that I'm talking about uh, and write songs all the time. There used to be, there's benches, uh, still the same benches out here. And uh, I would come out here with my guitar and just sit here and write. Some, all, I mean, sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening, afternoon, just kind of when I felt like it. It was kind of my little escape. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Kind of picking up where we left off, I went on a tour with uh, Joshua Aaron, and uh, this tour we uh, went down all the way to Austin, Texas, I believe. We uh, started it out, did a show in Springfield, Illinois, one down in, I want to say Perryville, Missouri, and then we went to Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, I'm trying to think of the college uh, we, we did the show at. Um, I cannot think of the name of it to save my life, but it's the one of the big, the big university there in uh, Tulsa, and it was in the uh, parking lot of that college where <laughs> I uh, got my first lesson on trying to drive a stick shift. And uh, needless to say, uh, I have an automatic vehicle to this day because I cannot drive a stick. So if you can drive a stick, uh, hands hands uh, hands down to you for. Uh, being a killer driver because I'm I don't know how you guys do it but it's a definitely a good skill to have I'll tell you that I wish I had it I tried but I killed that car more times than I can count and rocked it back and forth <laughs> oh man and then after we left uh, Tulsa Oklahoma I believe we went down to started to make our way down to Texas and uh, we played at this place called uh, Big Daddy's Concert Venue in Denton, Texas. That's right in the Dallas area. It was a very interesting place because you, it was like a BYOB place. And um, we uh, did a show with uh, three other local acts in there in the Denton area. And we, we had a good crowd there. It was about 400 people or so. And it was just good time a lot of people want to come out and hear some good music and enjoy the company and then uh one of the guys that was playing in the show that opened it up i can't remember his name was zach something uh he invited us he's like if you guys don't have a place to stay you know come and crash my place and a lot of times in these tours and stuff we stayed i'd stay with many people that's how i met a lot of the people that uh i don't like to use the word fans but a lot of the friends i made uh through my music i met them through you know them let me crash at their place Save some money, helping a brother out. Cashed in the HBO policy. HBO. Help a brother out. But, um, yeah, summer we went to a, like, a little house party there and crashed on the floor. And then the next day from Denton, I believe we were off to College Station, Texas, where we played there at the Texas A&M University, as well as got to go on the uh, college radio station there in College Station at Texas, the Texas A&M University. Uh, radio station did a little interview and um, three songs I believe we played on air there and uh, that was a good time 
And I'm trying to think what else really happened there. I think that show was, that was, I, I actually had lost my voice and I rarely ever do that. And I hate canceling concerts. And I think I end up playing like, instead of my full set, I end up playing like three songs. I felt horrible about it. But it was about all I could do without completely like ruining my vocal cords. And I could barely even talk or sing as it is, but I gave him a little bit, so it worked out. <clears throat> then, uh, cruising on down through that, we went to San Antonio, Texas. Oh, I forgot to put my phone on silent, y'all. I'll tell you what. We were in, uh, let's see, what, College Station, and I'm trying to think, after that, was that Austin? Austin, Texas, I think, is where we played next on, I still remember the street name, San Jacinto Boulevard. And went and saw, uh, we went down to all the downtown area afterwards and checked out the whole city. And Austin is a very, uh, very different city compared to a lot of other cities I've been in. There's, uh, I mean, it's, it's like a melting pot of rock and roll, hip hop, country music, heavy metal. Uh, everything could be found in that city. And uh, I remember we uh, didn't have the internet, so we needed to get online to check MySpace. So we uh, found a Starbucks and went there, bought a coffee, and hung out there for like three hours. And just messed around online for a little bit. That was the exciting tour life that night. And I believe that night we didn't have anywhere to stay, so we uh, slept in a parking lot in the car. Um, it was a McDonald's parking lot, I think. And uh, if you ever slept in the car, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's an experience, but it was one of many times that we've done things like that. Us musicians are some wild, crazy people, you know. But you find ways to make it work. As long as you're doing what you love, yeah, it's not too bad. Then uh, we went on down to San Antonio, and we played right down uh, on the river walk, actually. At a place, I believe, that is still there. I still remember the name because it was a crazy night. Uh, it was called the Ruta Maya, R-U-T-A, Ruta Maya. And uh, it was like an uh, Italian restaurant, bar and grill type place. And we played uh, the show there. And uh, as part of us playing, they gave us a gift of two bottles of wine each to every act playing, to every, even every person in the band. Uh, the, say bands that had five people, they gave them ten bottles of wine. So me and Josh both got two bottles of wine each. So that was kind of cool. And then we went to this uh, piano bar afterwards with some people. And um, <laughs> keep in mind at this time, we, uh, we're not 21. So we decided to, we, we made it in this piano bar without getting carded. I looked a lot older than, I looked at least 21, I think, because with my beard. It does have its perks. And uh, so we got in there. And... Uh, it was a good night financially for us that night so we had a little bit extra to blow as far as cash goes and the uh, guy playing piano I uh, went up there and gave him a $5 bill and I said can you play My Girl by Temptations he goes yeah if I do you gotta buy everybody in this bar a round of drinks I was like okay yeah, there was only me and Josh and I think there was like maybe a table of like 10 or 11 people that was all that was in there so maybe 14 of us so I was like okay and so he starts playing it and so I walk up to the bar and uh, ask them if I could get around for a, a Bud Light for everybody here at the bar 
and she said, yeah, can I see your ID? And I, you know, didn't, I mean, just freaking out inside my head, but quick acting Scott, I'm like, oh, actually, um, we're traveling, we're on tour, and I think of my, I left my ID out in my bag that's out in the car. She goes, all right, I'll wait here while you go get it. And um, at this time, I didn't know that the guy working the door had went up to Josh and asked him for his ID as well. And he told them the same thing. So, like, me and him are both walking out at the same time with the bodyguard or the door guy. I wouldn't call him a bodyguard, but um, bouncer uh, walking behind us while we're both walking out of <laughs> this piano bar. And uh, so we literally just walk and go and hop in the car and start on our next drive. I think it was up to Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, man. We were... Uh, I tell you what, we uh, got away with it, but it was uh, it was a time, and uh, yeah. So after that, I think we hit a couple more dates up in Illinois and came back for, and finished up the tour. Uh, following that, I believe was the Cornerstone Music Festival. It's not going on anymore. Um, it was a rock festival that was held in Bushnell, Illinois, which a lot of you guys, especially from Illinois, may not even know where that's at. That's a small town outside of Macomb, Illinois, and uh, they have a big like uh, field where they'd have put on this big rock festival, and like uh, I got to play it along with 50 other acts. But some of the main headlining acts was like Anne Berlin, Switchfoot, uh, Flyleaf. Uh, it was really good, just a lot of great acts, and I met a lot of great people there uh, while we were camp- we camped out for three or four days. And I met a lot of good folks there from Macomb that I'm still acquaintances with today. So it uh, turned out to be a, a good deal. Then shortly after that was kind of whenever, uh, I don't know, from all the traveling and stuff, it seemed to be a lot. And then I had moved up to Chicago, I believe, at this time. Close to, I don't remember how long, a year maybe. And... Um, lived up there for a bit played some shows and started worked on my music and just enjoyed life and then I moved back to my hometown of Whitehall continued playing music uh, doing a lot a lot more local shows at this time I did some uh, shots in Indiana oh and well before all the Chicago and all that stuff I had signed uh, my first record deal with the uh, Indianapolis uh, Indiana located uh, record label named 11 teen records and I uh, re- did a couple of releases through there, which uh, my single Dreamers was actually their second uh, single release from an artist on their label. It was a pretty new label, uh, ran by some uh, very, very nice gentlemen. And uh, so, yeah, my stint with uh, 11 Records was only a one record, a one album deal. Uh, it was an indie label, and uh, it w- they were great to me and got some sweet shows out of it. I uh, did a uh, trying to think after that yeah then that's when the chicago thing happened yeah that's right i tell you also i'm the one that's supposed to be telling you guys what's going on i don't even know what's going on around here and somebody help a brother out my goodness <laughs> and after that um when i came moved back from chicago to my hometown of whitehall that's about the time that i wrote the song uh, georgia and came up with that ep and uh that was pretty much the last EP I re- last recordings I released was the Georgia EP, 
At that time, I had signed with a management group out of St. Louis called the Galgo Music Group. And uh, he got me on this uh, tour with Armed Forces Entertainment, which is very similar to the USO. Uh, They'd put on uh, entertainment for the troops overseas and in all these different countries. uh, All of our fine men and women are serving our country where they're stationed at. And so... Yeah, that's where uh, we're going to, this is a little bit of a shorter episode. That's kind of want to get through that to the Armed Forces Entertainment Show. That's going to be its own show, and hopefully I'll get my buddy Steve on the podcast. And uh, we'll talk about that tour. Went to Honduras and Bogota, Colombia. We're supposed to go to Ecuador. Uh, and we did go to Honduras during the time of the 2009 coup, where the government was overthrown by its people. So, uh we went right whenever that was happening. So we'll leave it off here. And I'll throw in uh, the single Dreamers or something right after I get done yapping my gums. You can't see me when the doors are closed. I need your body wrapped close. My heart has re- Separate minds, separate dreams We're caught up in the sea 
What if I wanted to be yours? Would you want it? And what if I wanted to be yours? Would you want it? And what if I wanted to be yours? Would you want it? Where my heart goes 
it might end up back to you Some things we'll never know And I won't let a day slip away We spent when we were so into each other. 